smashing a burrito into my face right now. Oh, you're always eating burritos on this podcast. I feel left hey, out. It's a burrito cast. Oh, I got two possible co-host tags for you this week, and I can't decide which one I want to do. Oh, which way is he going to go? Which way is he going to go? Is he going to go left? Is he going to go right? Oh, I Actually, I got three that I like. One that would drive you insane. I'm going to leave that one out. Okay. Oh. <laughs> one, the, way you, the way you say that makes me sound like as if I'm easily offended. No, it's a, I know you have some triggers, my friend. Me? I, if I introduced you as my co-host, owner of Many Dope Fits, don't mind his drip, you would you would not know what's happening and you would get very mad at me. Bro. <laughs> drip. <laughs> Animals. Welcome to the talk show, episode six, six, six. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like that. Welcome to the talk show. My name is Scott, and you just heard that crazy shout from my co-host, Mini Hulk, Adam St. Germain. <laughs> Extra mini. <laughs> Welcome. Extra mini. Welcome to the episode, my friend. What do you got there that you're eating? I can hear the chomps. I'm smashing a Moe's. Uh, I think it's a Joey Bag of Donuts burrito. Okay. What does that entail? What makes it a Bag of Donuts? You know, I don't, you know, they got, oh no, it's a home wrecker. It's a home wrecker. They, they do a home lot wrecker. of pop culture references, right? Uh, a lot of music references. They're big on the music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But the home wrecker essentially is a burrito with whatever, you know, re- your regular burrito ingredients, plus guacamole is already included. Nice. Got to get that guac. But, what I'm good. not clear about is that while I really enjoy spicy things, I didn't order anything spicy in this burrito, and it's hot AF. Do you get, like, a, like some kind of pico or something in there? Because sometimes they can throw some, like... Diced jalapenos in the in the pico, and that can, that can nah, get hot. Nah, the pico, no, nah, their pico's not hot. Hmm. So they might have really snuck sure. you something you didn't ask for. That's what that's. Yeah, they got like. me a little extra something, something. Oh, and then I was about to tell everybody that Harry Potter was just next to me, returning his shopping cart to the cart corral at Hannaford's. What? All of that was confusing. What up, <laughs> what up Harry? <laughs> what? I mean, Harry Potter needs groceries too. He does probably. Can't he no, like conjure okay. up like a turkey leg or some shit? Or no? Um, he can, but you can't be seen doing magic in the Muggle world. I mean, what do you know? Come on. Yeah, I guess you're right. Does Muggle derive from the Harry Potter world? Well, yeah, Muggle is from Harry Potter. That is I, the. I've seen that used that online a bunch, but I didn't know if that was like the the basic origin of that term. Yeah, so a Muggle is a non-magical person. Also, like someone who's kind of ignorant of something, right? Like in gen- like in the common use. Um, There's a lot of people I follow a lot of because I 
as the, the listener may know, I'm a cancer care nurse and I follow a lot of people who are dealing with cancer and they refer to people who don't understand their struggle as cancer muggles. Oh, what? Really? They do. And I think it, it's it, it's intended to imply someone ignorant of the process of dealing with, with the disease. <laughs> not to bring I'm, it down, I'm, but I'm just saying. I'll have, to, I'll have to check with Allie about that. I'm not, I've not heard of that. I wonder if she has. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how widespread it is, but I, it's come up on my feed numerous times. That might be some Texas BS. <laughs> you know, we, we got some of that down here. That's all I'm saying. Because it'd be like, it's like, Texas! Cancer muggle. <laughs> Adam, we got to get. Shit. We we got we, we're we're off on a tangent already, and we haven't even talked about how this is the spookiest month to eat tacos, and it's October. October. Ooh, <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why your burrito is so spicy. It's spooky spicy. Well, you know, it <laughs> it's did, haunted. It did, it's a haunted burrito. It did scare me. It did scare me. You did get yeah. scared. Yeah, you thought you might be on the toilet too long later. Probably. I read a terrible. I read a terrible joke in the Sunday comics, um, and it said, "You know the only thing scary about Halloween? What? The monstrous cost." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh god, that was terrible. Hey, shout say- out to a friend of the pod, even though he's probably never heard it, Dan Langlois. You know, you know my boy Dan, right? Dan Langlois. Dan Langlois. He- Wait, stop, stop. Yes. Everybody, go to MySpace. <laughs> if you can find it, good luck. If you can, if you can find it, check out uh, Dan Langlois' band, French in Action. Fantastic reference. Thank you. That's a yeah. deep cut too. That was. That was. <laughs> he anyway, used on. to do a thing that was hilarious to me at White Electric where you would walk in and say, "What's up, Dan?" and he'd be sitting there reading the comics and he'd just say to you, "Looking at some current events." <laughs> <laughs> he was you never know? reading the news. He was always reading the funny papers. I was like, "Yeah." That's solid. <laughs> that's that's this quality. I like that. I like that. So, we get the newspaper at the house. Oh, which which newspaper is the newspaper for you? Oh, uh, the Burlington Free Press. So, like the local, the local newspaper. Is there a, is there an opposing paper called like the Burlington Completely Owned Press? Well, the Burlington Free Press is owned by uh, or is part of the USA Today Network. Okay, so they they kind of covered that base silently. <laughs> yeah, they're it, you know it's like Burlington Free, not really press. Yeah, okay. You know, I think that's about but, all media in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, anyway, uh, we only get the Sunday paper, um, but the Sunday paper comes with the comics in the full color section, which is very oh exciting. hell yeah! And usually you get like a, I mean, I don't know, the New York Times has it, but usually you get like a, a magazine type thing with like restaurant reviews and culture and shit, like the good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, so we got this new we do this new thing now on Sundays. Edie is very excited for Sunday because Sunday is comics day and when we're eating breakfast, I read her the comics. That's great. I like that. <laughs> that it's so great. fun. Yeah. And does I realize she, that does she have a favorite? The, is there like something that really strikes her as funny? Um so lately well, that's what I was gonna say. No, usually the jokes are not geared towards children. Obviously, that's what I would think. Um, um, but lately, she's been really into Slylock Fox, 
and um, and the two panels where you have to find the six differences. And so oh. we spend a long we spend a long time finding the six differences, which is super fun. And then we do the drawing because they always have like a thing where they show you how to draw something. So like this week, this past Sunday, they showed you how to draw a spider. So I I draw it, or she helps me draw it, and then she colors it in. Excellent. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel like the other area where a toddler might strike gold in terms of comics and stuff like that would be like those New Yorker comics. You familiar with the New oh, Yorker magazine where yep, the comics are really yep. obtuse and like they're supposed to be really smart and snooty, but you know it's like not really. I feel right. like a three to four year old could probably nail one of those. <laughs> you know, I, I will say so. Me, so me personally. Okay, this is on my end. I'm trying to fix it. It's like a phone thing, but I lost sound, you there for a second. So start engineer. start the anecdote again. I was saying that I'm personally a very big Calvin and Hobbes fan and always have been. So at night, and I own all the books, and so at night we've been reading, instead of like children's bedtime stories, <laughs> Calvin we've, been, and we've, been fl- we've been flipping through reading Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes. So I just like... I, I just use my thumb and like flip the pages and then she just points at a page when she wants to read that comic. That's awesome. I like she that. She really likes. So the funny part to me is, is the ones that she usually picks is uh, when Calvin is spaceman spiff. <laughs> nice. Like she always picks those, which I think is really funny. She just likes that character. She's digging it. I guess. Yeah. She's totally into it. So that's pretty rad. That's my update. <laughs> so, just this I, I should cut this out here's an edit point Boop. at any point during the rest of this if if the sound drops for a second and i tell you that it dropped we'll take like a second pause and then we'll pick back up and i can cut it out later and no one will hear it oh okay because what's happening is the input of my the lightning jack on my phone that goes to the recorder it's a little loose so if i bump it it loosens and then you drop out so it's not like a sound quality issue. Oh. It's just the connection. I know what you need to do. Tell me, please. Well, you can't do it right now. But when you get home, take a wooden toothpick mm-hmm. and clean out the lightning port because I guarantee it has lint in it that is preventing the lightning port from going all the way in. Okay. I'm going to do that because that sounds like a problem that I'm having. Because I had the same problem and the shit wasn't working and I was like, I was so aggravated. And then I cleaned it, and I was like, oh, good as new. Yeah, that port on the iPhone is pretty sensitive. Compelling, compelling topics we're talking about right now. I mean, <laughs> I might really. have to chop this shit and put it in the cold open. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. man. Okay, right. so we were talking about the comics. That was awesome. I feel like I had a thread I wanted to pull on, but I lost it. So let's go back to how it's Talktober. It's Talk-tober. the spooky month. It is the Ooh. eve of Hollowed's ween and uh dia de los muertos what are you guys doing if anything uh in your family with ali and and edie uh, in regards to to said holiday yeah um we'll dress up i think i'll be eeyore nice do you have a costume for that that i've already seen have you been a eeyore before i think i was eeyore maybe last year because i feel like i've seen you in an eeyore costume already I have a yeah, so it's, it's like from Target. It's a full fuzzy onesie. <laughs> Solid. Um, and uh, I think Edie's gonna be a cat. Nice. Um, of some variety, and um, and the plan is to go trick or treating. Although 
I think there's rain threatening, so not sure we're actually going to pull it off. Kind of the similar here. <clears throat> Today was uh, a little bit overcast and rainy. Maybe tomorrow it'll be the same. It's going to be colder than usual in Austin, so. Oh, it's going to be like 60? Maybe, <laughs> truthfully, high 50s, I think. Oh, I mean. Yeah, I know. Terrible, right? How, how can you even go outside? <laughs> well. True. Yeah. I think we're still going to do it, but we're not really pushing candy too hard. So I think we're going to hit up a few houses. Ollie's in a fireman costume, which you've probably seen online. I did. I did. Well, let me introduce you to an idea. Yes. On Halloween, your child may be fortunate enough to be visited by the Switch Witch. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what the switch witch is. Mm. The switch witch. I'm choking. I'm dying. The switch witch. Stop eating a burrito <laughs> like a madman during the record. It's done. The switch witch loves, 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 loves candy. And switches it she for what? <laughs> like a toy. Uh-huh. Maybe a book. You know? I get you. Fun. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Tight. So, <laughs> so you give the you give the kiddo one piece per year that they are old. So that's three pieces. And they choose whatever. They choose the three pieces. And then they leave the candy out for the switch witch. Hope the switch witch comes while they're sleeping. Very nice. I like that. Uh-huh. We yeah. might we might have to hop on that. <laughs> Uh, that's our that's that's our plan. I like it. I like it. Costume yeah, wise, I I attempted to do uh, Michael from the Good Place. Listeners who may be Good Place fans would know that's Ted Danson's character, who is in an ever changing landscape of the show. Enjoy that ice, by the way, Adam. Uh, either a <laughs> ghoul who runs hell or a reforming ghoul who runs hell or we're not sure he's a very <laughs> but either way he's a ghoul well basically i really like the good place for the listener i i happen to have a sweet spot for it as a former philosophy major it touches a lot of topics that that butter that you know bread honest honest question honest yes question. yes once a philosophy major always a philosophy major am i right am yeah, i right no it's true you're nerd nerd for life <laughs> nerd core for life <laughs> so anyway the the main character of the show finds themselves deceased and in the afterlife and throughout i don't want to spoil the show for people who might take an interest in it but throughout the few seasons of the show that exist where exactly in the afterlife that main character is keeps shifting we're not really sure and the guide the person who's leading that journey is this character named michael played by dead ted danson who has a very fancy kind of smart suit that he wears so i copied his outfit precisely could not figure out how to copy his hair because ted danson has very particular hair i'm gonna tell you what this show sounds sounds too smarmy (laughs) <laughs> try like watching smart, it it's it's that's it, got a smarmy feel it's just like a feel all over me i don't like it well sir i disagree <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh it's it's a good place it's not really good it might be good you'll find out later i don't think it's good 
Yeah, that's actually really accurate. What you just said—that's that's pretty spot on. <laughs> it may not be as good as you think it is, or maybe it yeah. is. We're just not yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what? So we, we while we're talking about shows, and then we'll actually get to the agenda here. Uh, <laughs> we can we'll meander. There's some stuff on. The, there's some filler on the agenda. So I love, it, but I love the filler. Uh, <laughs> Allie and I just watched, and I know this show has gained a lot of popularity. But we just watched both seasons of Succession, which is an HBO show. Oh, I don't know that it one. It was fucking great. Cool. What was good about it? Don't don't spoil it for anybody. But what what oh, made I what's compelling about it? So what I what I love. This is what happens. There's a scene. And they build this tension in the scene, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then, fast forward, whoop, then you find out exactly what happens. You're like, oh, shit, that happened. But what's what's unresolved, the best part to me that they constantly leave unresolved is, like, how that thing actually happened. The, like, the distance between the two events. Yeah, like, that gap in the middle, you're like, wait. Did they know that that was going to happen? It's like a Did classic they... Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino type timeline where you you, Kinda, where you take a like, chunk of narrative and displace it. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're like they're like, wait, but did did they conspire for that thing to happen? Did they do that on their own? Was their intention pure? Was it right? How, how did we come to this place? Boop. <laughs> wait, what happened? Oh, I thought you. I thought the thing dropped off. I was giving you a cut beep. I appreciate that, but I hear you still. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave that one in. For the listener at home, if that previous segment gets chopped and you have no context, we're going to do a boop if if my recorder messes up so we can cut the segment. I like just it. now, I like that it. didn't happen, but Adam was just being really conscientious and trying to help out. All right. You Did I mention that, I that he's the 55-tooth chain ring of co-hosts? <laughs> Did I mention that? <laughs> the double nickel. Uh, All right, Scott. <laughs> as co-host and as somebody you know who would like to help you out. Okay. How's the marathon training going? Oh, great question. Um, just really started. Honestly, not that I haven't been running, but I wrote down a plan, like a nice. an actual plan, nice. two days ago. That involved running yesterday as day one, and I did the prescribed run, which is very basic. It was just three miles, but it was three miles at a tempo that's faster than I have been running any of the previous oh, yeah. runs, and, and I was able to do it and get it done, and so that felt good. I mean, it didn't feel good, but it felt good, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, what I always what I found the most challenging when I was doing the the marathon training was the runs – when you get a little bit later in the program, there were these tempo runs where it was like, run two miles slow, like to warm up, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, run four miles at, at this fast pace. And then and then you would do that. And then it was like, run two more miles slowly. And then run four more miles at this fast pace. And then That's like one the of the hardest. And, yeah. Oh, That's one of the hardest so things to do, I think. And I'm I'm really bad at like, I'm really, really bad at slowing down. So, like, once I'm doing the fast pace, I'm like, sick, shit, I just want to keep doing this. Sick brag, bro. Sick brag. <laughs> no, I'm just, it's not, it's a, it's a. I had to say that. I'm sorry. It's it's not like I gave you the pace time. I could have been running 12 minute miles. Yeah, but I, I feel like if Matt Newell was listening, he would have, he would have hit you with a sick brag. <laughs> you know what? 
fuck all y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, uh, man. I, I feel you, though, because when I'm doing, like, inter- like, I remember doing intervals, various types of intervals when I was training for sprinting and cycling, and it just sucks. I'm like, can I just go hard for 10 minutes and stop? Do I have to keep going fast and slow and fast and slow and fast and slow? It's oh, man. disorienting. Yeah. I always knew, like, when I was doing the sprint training on the road bike, if I felt nauseous, like, halfway through, like, if I was like, oh, I think I'm going to throw up if I try and go that hard again, that was, like, the the right effort. I was like, okay, that's that's hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit, I hit the right spot. Yeah, yeah. I did it right. I did it right. So my goal so, is that – so I, I, I found a couple different 12-week plans. I have more than 12 weeks, but I was, like, kind of looking at, like, 12 weeks leading into the marathon – intermediate it's in in february right it's in february i keep forgetting the date when we're talking but it's mid ish yeah some point in february yeah it's not like february 1st it's a it's a week or two in and so i calculated out a 12-week window which i think led to late november so i have probably 16 weeks altogether but i basically took a couple different uh 12-week plans and then kind of looked at some of the lead-ins that some of them had for if you have more time, do these things. And I'm trying to kind of follow, like, basically a beginner's 12-week to 16-week plan, but I'm borrowing from the intermediate-level training plan that I looked at. Because, like, the intermediate, the difference, basically, from the intermediate level is, like, okay, you already have run a marathon before, or you're a runner, so you're going to do more speed work during the week with a long run. To, to try to get a new personal record or a faster time. That's kind of like the emphasis of those training plans versus like a just get it done in a decent window of time training plans, which is more like right. Yeah, I feel like the beginner, the, right, the beginner one like really shies away from doing any kind of speed work or. Yeah. So I'm like trying to make my own. That's a bit of both because I'm not trying to run the fastest marathon ever, but I, I do want to do it in a time that I feel satisfied about. <laughs> And do you want to tell us what that time is or no? Not at, not at this moment. I want to do a little more time before I make up. You know, I don't want to throw something out there and then be disappointed. <sighs> no comment. <sighs> no comment. Well, I mean, like, I, I, what I always wanted to do in the past, but I don't know if I have enough time to do it now, but what I always wanted to do in the past was run it at what would be like a qualifying time. Oh, God damn, son. But... The older I get, the slower that gets, but not that fast. It doesn't get – it really doesn't change that fast. So I'm turning 42 this year, but it's I'm still probably lumped in with 30 – mid-30-year-old guys. I think the – Those times are fast. The time is like 3.09. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I mean, last time I looked when I was in my 30s, I think it was 3.15. I thought. Maybe I was wrong. No, 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 no. Because it – you know what happened a few years ago was that it got they changed. faster. changed Oh shit! Yeah, no, it got faster because too many people qualified. Okay, I haven't looked and at so it in they, a while, but I do, I will not be doing a three oh nine. I don't I don't perceive that to happen. Wait, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up while we're talking. About it. So you're um you're forty what? I'm gonna be forty two on race day, so I assume I count as forty two. I'll be forty three by the end of that calendar year, and and if you do bike racing, <clears throat> as you know, Adam. This calendar year coming up after New Year's Eve, I'm 43 as far as USA Cycling is concerned. I don't know how they do it for running. Uh, excellent question. I do not know the answer to. It. Yeah, what like because there's always in bike racing, right? It's like your age and your racing age. 
Right. And your racing age is the age that you are on the very last day of that calendar year. And for me, that's always a year older because my birthday is on the last week of the year. So that's actually not true, Scott Sullivan. I thought it was. It's the it's how old you are on December 31st of the calendar year that the world championships of that discipline are in. Oh Jesus Christ! That that just made my head hurt. I think I just had an aneurysm. <laughs> so it so the the reason I don't know it's really dumb, but the reason it matters is for cyclocross because the world championships are in February, and so you're actually an entire year older than you really would be. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, that's confusing. They yeah, should stop doing that. You should just be the age that you are on the day of the race. That me that seems to me a lot simpler. It, yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's uh, it's politics, man. It's politics. Oh yeah, USA Cycling, go team! <clears throat> hey everybody! <laughs> um, I can't I can't find the the qualifying time, so it's okay. I don't. I don't I don't think that's my goal anymore. You know, but that historically, when I've looked at doing it, that was kind of like the benchmark I would want to do. I mean, I've always run my half marathons under two hours, kind of usually comfortably. So I would like to do under four hours for sure. But how much under four hours, I, I couldn't tell you unless I really see how the training goes and think about it. I, what was your best time, Adam? You had a fast one, I thought. 326. And what were the mile, uh, what was the average mile pace on, on that? I, I'm not good at doing mm. that in my head. Yeah, I, do, I don't know the answer. Um, the, that one, though, it was like that was the year up here in Burlington that they canceled the marathon due to heat. So oh. it was like a wildly uh, um, nonlinear time. Like the first 10 miles were like fast. Yeah. And like the pace, the pace I wanted to run. And then like the heat was like insane and pretty dangerous. And so there was like a lot of walking and it was okay. a whole different animal. <laughs> it was crazy. I feel like that's still a pretty decent time. I, I can't do the mile breakdown in my head, but I feel like you're still no, doing. It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's totally a good time. You're still it's, doing um, decent mile. You're not doing crappy mile times at that point. I don't think. No, it's uh, so it's 180. Uh, it's 206 minutes. I hate math. I actually like it, but not I think in my that's head. like seven. It's like a seven forty-five, seven fifty mile, and that's with that sounds... walking and stuff. So how fast were you going before that? You were going too fast. You fucked up. Sub, sub, <laughs> no, 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 because my goal and all the training I had done, I was running so much that year. All my all the training is I was trying to run sub three. Oh shit! You were trying to go for real fast. Yeah, yeah I was like going fast, fast, fast. And, uh, but the heat was like so oppressive. It was crazy. Well, that's cool. So, that's impressive. But it was, uh, that's was hard gnarly. to do, especially if you get a heat wave. Canceling Oof, it was, event. And, was... and for us, like the, the marathon's early in the year in Vermont. It's like May, uh, 25th ish, right around there. Right. And so it's not warm yet. Like it hasn't been warm. And then, and then that particular day was like 95 degrees, full sun, and 100% humidity. <laughs> and no it was one, no like, one's trained for that. Nobody. Yeah. 
the heat index, I think they said was like 108. Like it was just, it was oppressive. Sounds so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. So training for the marathon really at the baby stage right now. Gonna, gonna, I've got, I have it all on my calendar, hold myself accountable, trying to get that done. Thankfully, no one has challenged me on the podcast to do it. So it's just a personal goal, but it's, like it's it. crack. Like it's cracking. It. And, uh, it's good. It's good. You know, I'm just, I'm working my way back from my experience. If I can do a nine minute, an eight to nine minute mile in training for whatever the distance is, I can go significantly faster on race day, you know, because I, I don't know about you, but I don't run race day tempo that often when I'm training. But uh, it depends on the program. Like, I mean, when I was trying to go fast, I did a bunch of different runs that were, I did a lot of work on the track too. Well, that's what I'm saying. That And that's kind of the difference is I think for me, this time being the first one, I want to do a respectable time. And then if I enjoy the experience. Yeah. I, I would like to maybe I doing a speed oriented version of the marathon. Yeah, I think you definitely Which is what I did with the half. When I f- did my first half, it was just like do it, do it respectfully, you know, do it at a time that's not absurd, just get it done though. Right, right. And then right, I right. went yeah. back and did other versions where I tried to refine the time. <laughs> that makes sense. So you got yeah, well you got to get it like under your belt just to be like, "Oh, this is what this is like." Like I have no idea I what it this. feels like to do that distance, so I'm not going to obsess too much on the time pace element oh the answer the answer to that is tedious it feels tedious <laughs> yeah no because i would think like you know after that first 13 miles it must get boring as hell well yeah it depends on the course like i feel like down in the city there you should have like good spectators throughout the course so yeah that's always very motivating there's some parts of the burlington marathon where you're just like kind of alone <laughs> <laughs> why well, the listener should like, know Whoa. you and i did a relay of the burlington marathon so oh yeah so i've that. run half the course and you ran the yeah. other half and as the listener might not be surprised to, to find out i made you run the harder half so i think you you ran the first half <laughs> i ran the first half which is flat and there's a big out and back section and you get to go through a little bit of downtown and it's fine but I think the second half, which you did that year, was the hillier section and maybe the more out of town section. I'm not sure. Uh, nah, not really, but it's definitely hillier for sure. It's it's definitely. For I sure. looked at the. I remember looking at the elevation map. You had the harder half, and <laughs> you were in better Although shape I, at the time. So I was like, "Fuck you! You're doing that half." I really don't like that out and back part on the highway. I, I it's not. Like, it's not great. No, I think that part sucks. But Plus, when you I'll do die. it. At the beginning, well, you know, I guess you did do it at the beginning, but when you do it and it's at the beginning, it's a little demoralizing because you as a recreational runner, you, you, the way they start it, like you get to see the, the guys who are going to win come by you and girls. Right, 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 right. Yep. Like it's not such a, the, the distance works out that you, you are running up the highway as they are running back down the highway (laughs) and you get to see firsthand view what real marathon running looks like and you immediately feel like maybe you shouldn't even be there and a burger a burger is a better option (laughs) maybe i'll just go home this is stupid fuck my life this guy's in a full sprint and it's mile seven or not even no at that point he's like mile i don't know what it would be four no it's like it's like seven yeah Yeah, seven maybe yeah seven but but the guy's still in a full sprint probably gonna sprint the rest of the way and you're just like ugh. 
Why? Why do they? Yeah, even... man, he's just chilling. He's chilling, you know. Yeah, it looks okay. like a like to you. It looks like a sprint, but to him, that's like steady pace. That's nah, just, just doable. Like, just doing his thing, you know. <laughs> that breaks just, my heart a little bit. Just doing it, son. <laughs> doing the work. Just doing it. Um. All right. Well. And they all have size might... seven shoes or whatever you said last time. Fuck those guys. <laughs> hey, why? Why you gotta hate? Why you hate? I'm joking. I appreciate them. The work you must have to put in to be able to run that fast for that long is is just demands respect. It demands something. <laughs> or, or, demands something. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Uh. All right. My fitness goal, Scott Sullivan. Let's let's hit some fitness goals for the winter. What are you doing, Adam? What What do you want to achieve during the winter gonna, months? All right. So I've been on this. I've been on this program now. It's maybe three months. Yeah, three months in. Haven't been doing much CrossFit. Just been doing a lot of strength training in anticipation of being stronger to be better at CrossFit. Oh, that's getting that. There's levels to that. There are levels because uh, Scott, as you know, cyclists maybe not so strong in some capacities. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. There's there's limitations. And um, and so you know because. Um, I'm competitive and I like to do things really well. I was like, I was like, wait, I'm not going to get strong enough, fast enough, just doing CrossFit. I need to hit pause and just do the strength training so I can be better at CrossFit. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So are we, are we eyeing a particular, uh, CrossFit, uh, competition or. Yeah. So, so when we fa fast forward to, uh, I think it's August. I want to say August or September. There's a qualifier. Uh, so right now, right, we talked about it last time. The Open is going on, the CrossFit Open. Which yes. Is a, a qualifier. So there's another one. It's and it's for an event called Wadapalooza, which happens in Miami. Okay, I don't even. That, I can't take that name seriously enough. So let's not talk about that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't move take past it that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyway, so big competition is down in Miami. It's in February, but they they have a big Masters uh, field, so thirty five plus. Nice. So trying to trying to get ready to have a shot to qualify for that later this year. But before the year is over, December thirty first, I want to squat. Complicated squat squad. Squat. <laughs> Hashtag get that t shirt. Complicated squat squad <laughs> coming at you. Squat four hundred pounds. Damn, how, what's your, per, uh, you, I'm sorry to, to say this to you on a podcast. What's your body weight? Cause, cause I think we all know these things uh, are in relation. I mean, you can, you can ballpark it. We're not, yeah, we're not, I don't, not I don't getting know. in your I business. Been, I haven't been on the scale in a bit, but we'll say like plus or minus 170. Okay. And that, for you, that's probably the heaviest you've ever been maybe. Yeah, maybe like a few months ago, I was like one seventy five. And I don't. That sounds judgmental, out of context for the listener. Adam has been a like a cyclist and running athlete his whole life. Like very, uh, you know, kind of thinner, leaner guy. Uh, he's carrying some muscle these days, thanks to CrossFit. So that meat, muscle, that meat. But my muscle has weight, right? You know, that so. muscle's heavy, man. It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. It's, it's dense. Yeah. So I'm not calling for him sure. fat. I'm just saying he's he's carrying some. Some extra bulk. Yep. Some extra yep. Hulk. Yep. Some extra Hulk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that would be like. Uh, Double body weight plus a few pounds. 
Yeah, it's almost, it's just shy of uh, 2.5 times body weight. Which is not nothing. <laughs> That's, uh, so no, I, no. I have, I'm going to play dumb for a second because A, I am dumb. And B, I think it helps the listener who might be curious about this. How does an effort like that work in the context of the gym? You're about to pick up a weight you're not sure you can safely squat. How does that work? How are you, how are you assisted in that? How do we keep it safe? Oh, so there's a few, I mean, yeah, yeah. So there's a few different ways to do it. So one um, is you get really good or you practice what's called ditching the bar. So you, so you safely removing it, it from your area. Yeah. You remove it from your back and, and you, and you jump out in front of it. Um, so that's one way. The other way is you have one, two, three people, um, spot you so that if you got stuck in the bottom of the squat, or right. Any you... point on the way up, they could help you lift the bar up. Um, to get and then out. the other, the other way is use these things that are called spotter arms aptly named and they go on uh, on the rig and um, they come straight out there are these big steel arms that stick straight out so that you physically can't drop the bar if you drop the bar it would land on the arms and it wouldn't land on you very good very good just checking on so, the safety because to me that sounds fine but scary I mean, yeah, you work. You don't just walk in and try and do this. No, of you course know, you like, wouldn't. You work up to it, and you know that you've yeah. you've achieved a, a a previous weight that's ballpark close to it. But at the same time, like, eventually you're going to hit a weight that you try that you actually can't do. So you have to have a, con- oh, yeah, a contingency yeah. plan for when that happens. And that, yeah, that's that has definitely happened in the past, and it'll certainly happen in the future. It has to. I mean, if you're really trying to get as good as you can be, you're going to have to find the edge of what you actually right. can do, right? So it, it kind of goes You got to fail. Way. Yeah. You got to fail. Yep. <laughs> got to fail to succeed big, I suppose. Be, be good at failing. So 400 pounds, say. that's that's your your goal yeah, in the squat. Yeah, then it could be like, by New Year. 400 club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that. I, don't know that I, I, I think that might also connect you to some other things you might want to look into i'm not going to talk about it here but you know just 400 club just look into that a bit before you go hashtag it oh that's it that's it okay <laughs> yeah yeah look into that a bit you might want to throw an lb in there like 400 lb oh, club okay all right i think Fair. that that might keep you in a happier place <laughs> okay okay good to know thanks yep. for the hot tip i'm here for you buddy wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so we got winter oh, goals. I like it. What else you got on your hang mind? On, hang Go on. Wait, let's circle, let's circle back for one second. You're sure. 42 years old? I am, sir. Three hours and 10 minutes. That is incredible. So I, I, I'm doing too many things with my phone. I'm afraid to mess it up right now, so I can't just look up a pace timer. But I'm thinking that's like below eight minutes a mile. I don't know how oh, much. No, that's, that's, sub, that's sub seven. That's sub seven. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I think it's like six – Oh no, it might be like seven oh five. Yeah, I mean I've I did a half at seven I did a half sub eight minutes one time. But I don't think I could maintain that for a full marathon. I think that's unrealistic. And even that wouldn't be enough. So it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. And even that, not fast enough. Yeah, so uh, I mean, but for me personally, if I could do between eight and nine minutes or even between seven and a half, eight and a half for a marathon that would be like a real i would i would consider that a victory lap 
for me personally at oh, this point. Oh, I mean, no, for sure. That'd be yeah. that'd be good. Yeah. No question. Not no not question. a qualifier though. <laughs> uh, Those have gotten faster. I swear to God, when I was in my 30s, at one point I looked no, it I told, up, I and it was 3:15, and it's much faster now. It did. Well, what happened is more people are running marathons, so more people are going fast, and, and they it, only have so much space. Yeah. We talked so. about this on a previous episode, but as people share knowledge and understanding of how to train, they and more people are interested, they just get better. That's right. Uh, that Jiu-jitsu right. and grappling is a, a similar example. Like the, it's just crazy now. Like um, how many black belts there are in jiu-jitsu, and then just how, when you watch any of the high-level grappling tournaments, it's it used to be a couple guys who just dominated everybody and. And now there's just uh, many, many, many people who are very, very good, and and the it's the the skill level is more diffuse. There's more skill spread among more people. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try some jujitsu in two, in 2020. You're gonna do that? I want to go to like jujitsu intro class or something. Are you committing to that though? Is this is this a thing you because because you lo- you're gonna lose your co-host seat if you say that and then don't do it. I'm saying 2020, like next year. No, but I'm saying, are you committing to I'm it? I'm putting it out there. It's out okay. there now. Okay, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be up there in New England at some point. We can go train. I have a friend. Um, I say friend loosely. I have a training partner, a guy I really like, who is, I've told you he's up in Vermont now. Uh, he recently posted a picture. Of, of, oh, like, where does he go? Um, I will find out from him, but he trains in the Vermont area. He's the guy I told you about. His name's Silas. He uh, was a the pizza sh- guy. He uh, he's co uh, chef owner, part owner in a yeah, pizza, pizza place, place in um, Vermont. And uh, I forget the name of the town. It's called Stones Fairfax. Throw. I believe Fairfax. it's called Stones Throw. Fairfax. Fairfax, Vermont. Shout out to Silas. He is a savage, and he's one of those dudes who I think. I'm sorry, Silas, if I'm wrong about this, but I think he was one of those guys who was like maybe overweight when he was younger, kind of out of shape. So when he got into shape, he just like loved it in a way that like he he went. It's so good for him. He feels so good. He he just became a savage. Like, like I don't like. I think I feel ain't, like he's, ain't no shame in that game. It's all good. No, it's amazing. But I feel like he's posted some before and afters from like pudgy days and jujitsu days. He posted a picture the other day of him going in a like I think in the gym tournament against a guy who looked bigger and maybe more muscular than him. And, and he's a fit guy. Silas is, but he was throwing the dude on his head on the floor <laughs> like on mats, but it still looked like the dude might get hurt. Like he was doing some weird like throw where the dude was, he had picked the dude up by the neck and arm and was throwing okay. him onto the floor. And it, it was, it was scary. <laughs> oh dang. This is a guy I've, I've grappled with many times. And, um, a scary dude. So, but it, nicest guy too. Also, you know, guy. All like, right, son. But you know, so anyway, what I'm saying is, he's the guy. So we gotta like find out where he's training and go chill with him when we're. All right, let's in do. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Sign me up. You show up in Vermont. We will train jujitsu. Oh, we're gonna do it. I'm trying to figure out. There's a possibility in early January I'll be there, but I can't commit yet because I'm trying to figure out some stuff. The jujitsu gym will be open then. Yeah, I've I've trained a few times when I came back. I trained once with Jimmy and people that I know in Providence when I came back, and that was wild too because that gym is crazy. Down on Charles we'll, Street, I'll, I'll, also, I'll bring you. I'll also bring you to Champlain Valley. Oh yeah, I I, I think I'm oh, I think we already worked that into my punishment somehow. That somehow I'm owed. Well, we'll, go, we'll just do a, we'll do the burn. We'll do the what's called the burn class. 
Is there like a standard thing if someone walks in the door? I, I'm, this is a serious question. It sounds, I'm being serious. Someone walks in the door, it's day one. I used yeah. to, this isn't universal with jujitsu at all, but there was a guy I trained with when I first came to Texas where he had a lesson plan that we all knew because it was the day one lesson plan. If you walked in the door, he always would do the same lesson plan for you. Is there like oh, a yeah. thing so, like so that? If you, if you walk, if you came in and you're like, I want to check this thing out. They're like, cool. You can sign up for this on-ramp program, which is like four sessions, one-on-one with the with one of the coaches. Or if you're like, nah, I don't really want to do that. I just kind of want to like do it. They're like, cool. You can come to, uh, I think three burn classes for free. Okay. Because in 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 burn, there's no barbell. There's no like complicated movements. It's all like a Pretty lot of safe. body weight stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Totally safe. Like. There's battle ropes, right? Like you can do that. There's some kettlebells or something or lightweight dumbbells. Nothing. There's nothing foreign or, or super hard. Um, so you can do that for sure. But You uh, couldn't really fuck someone up with a battle rope. Why are they called battle ropes? Like what are you going to do with that rope? You ever do the battle rope? I'm not saying it's not a good workout, but what are you going to do to somebody with that thing? Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. It shouldn't be called battle. No. That's all I mean. Yeah. Like it's no, I'm not saying it's not a good workout. It's a yeah. hell of, no, it's, it's a hell stupid. of a workout, it's but stupid. what are you going to do to me with a battle Listen, rope? I'm any, not scared. Anytime, anytime <laughs> people are like, "Oh, bike racing is like going to war." These guys, it's like it's like a it's a battle out there. I'm like, "Dude, shut the fuck. It's totally not. Shut the fuck up." Yeah, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Like even see, I would even say the same thing about jiu-jitsu because there are people who like, you know, in the gym they'll be like they'll, they'll refer to it as a jiu-jitsu match as a fight. I'm like no one's punching you. That's not a fight. Like, you, it feels like a fight. The intensity is is real when you're grappling somebody, but like, there's rules in a fight. I mean, it's a it's, it's a, not it's, really it's rules. A contest. It's a contest. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's 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 in the spectrum of all sports. It's it's a physical challenge with yeah. rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We're Yo, we're on a good back, streak, but I'm, we didn't lose anything. We weren't really saying I'm anything. Back when that like, I'm back like scoliosis. <laughs> nice. You're way back like car seats or hatchbacks. Ooh, um, shit, okay. Son. <laughs> what right, was what my? Oh man, I have so many other ones I, I had for you. Co-host tags. Um, Let's write them down. You got plenty of episodes in the future. No, I got I got a notes app thing on them. It's embarrassing, oh. actually. I've got a, li- got a list of them. Shout out! Shout out to my wife. Yes. Was wonderful. Who finally listened to the podcast. I wasn't sure if I was going to bring that up or not. But, yeah, she did uh, send a text. I think a group text to both of us that she she did a catch-up and listened to the episodes, to which I responded, go rate and review them (laughs) because I'm ruthless, which I believe she did. So, Oh, even better. But uh, there we go. So that that actually ties into a segment. I get. We'll just do it now. We're gonna do this next segment next. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking? This is a new segment called "Are You Fucking <laughs> Kidding Me," <laughs> which is a segment where me and Adam try to figure out what the most fucked up thing we put our wives through <laughs> since the last episode was. Up, oh, we got a beep. Boop. Oh, I think it's back. I think it's back. I don't know. I this this I'm gonna fix this. This is like a lightning port slash cord problem. Okay. All right. So what? new segment. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna take it right for here in case I have to cut it. This is a new segment on the talk show. It's called Are You Fucking Kidding Me? <laughs> this is a it's segment. Funny. It's funny every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. 
This is a new segment where me and Adam try to reveal what the most fucked up thing we've put our wives through in the last couple of weeks is because, you know, we're we're probably difficult people to live with sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. L- lately, uh I don't know. I think I, I think I'm doing okay recently. But okay, but you don't get to I'm sure you're doing great. I think I'm doing great too. But have you done something ridiculous? <laughs> Just even I mean, okay, I'm going to put one up there for you, okay? And it okay. I, I guess you it's not me. I guess it's not from the last episode, but it is of the last episode. Okay. All right. The listener may not realize the full context. On the last episode of the talk show, Adam was rustling around some bottles and trash in his garage while screaming at me into his phone. And Allie, his wife, came into the garage truly afraid of what was happening, not knowing what was going on and fearing for Adam's safety. He was fine. He was just doing a podcast. She was scared. Then later when I asked her how many episodes of the podcast she thought we'd done, she said one. So there was, I mean, I feel like all of that constitutes at least one ding on you. Oh, all right. I mean, there, well, there you go. Let's we'll run with that then. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, mine. I'm gonna, and this isn't even really a hundred percent on me, but I'm gonna take responsibility for it. Late. Oh God, it wasn't last night. Now, late the night before last, uh, Ollie was co-sleeping with us. He had fallen asleep in our bed. We were all watching TV or something. <clears throat> and um yeah he's fully potty trained but he normally uses these like the the tiny potty that we have yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but he got up in the middle of the night he's like daddy i gotta go potty i was like all right go ahead you need my help no i'm good okay goes to the potty gets in there decides he's gonna go to the the adult potty which he's done before many times but he usually does number one on there yeah but he was like no i'm gonna get up on there i'm gonna do number two i guess is what he decided I'm laying in bed. My wife's laying in bed. She's really out. I think she had taken some cold medicine. And so I'm like, Britt, should I go in there? And she's like, you know, like so sleepy that she kind of mumbles an answer. I'm like feeling lazy. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to give him a minute, see how he does. Time goes by. Don't hear anything from the bathroom. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check on Ollie. I go in there. I look at him. He looks at me, smiles. He's doing okay. I'm like, all right, he's, he's doing number two, I guess. Give him another couple minutes. He still doesn't come out. This is very unusual. He's normally like very punctual. I come back in <laughs> to the bathroom. I gave him too much time in there. I guess I probably could have maybe fixed it. But I come back in the bathroom and he is just standing next to the toilet now, covered from like hip down in poop, and the toilet's covered in poop. And he just looks really confused, like something oh, no. went wrong. And I'm like, Holly, what happened? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And then then I kind of panicked and was like, ah, like trying to find all the wipes and stuff to clean up. But so I I didn't really handle it uh, as uh, awesomely as possible. And I probably should have just gone in and helped him from the beginning. So that's my ding on myself. It's not that funny. There are usually funnier ones. But like, I will tell you, though. The kid has not had a toileting accident in months, so I wouldn't have anticipated that. But this was poop 
everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, hey, sometimes it just things get out of control. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Things yes, no, get wild. No disrespect to him. I think he was trying to do a good thing. He just did, he hadn't really. I don't think he's ever pooped on a full size toilet, so he just wasn't. Things uh, things are off. It's <laughs> too bad. It's too bad. All right. Well, wait. So wait. What? I'm back to. Is that the? Are you fucking kidding me? The you fucking kidding me is me being like, I think I'm going to avoid going to help him so I can sleep a little longer and just see how it turns out. Because that's the truth of it. I was like, I'm, I'm going to let him. Keep my fingers crossed, hope for the best. Yeah, I'm going to lay on this it. pillow and just think he's got it when I probably could have, you know, made that less of an issue. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Just saying. Then again, well. du- dude's got a good track record, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I didn't. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but you're perfect. You got a perfect record. <laughs> hey man, perfect. You know, I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Yeah, Adam, I want to introduce. So that's a new segment that will come back. Called, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. As, as it should. I'm, I mean, I have a feeling there's going to be some some more fun uh, entries into that category because because I I don't know. I definitely get myself into trouble sometimes. But there's another new segment that we oh, dreamed boy. up this week. And I want to come up with a better name for this. To the listener, please submit scotty at docshow.com if you have a better name for this. For right now, the working title is Adam in the City? <laughs> Question mark. Adam in the City. Oh. oh, Adam's in the City. Okay, Adam in the City, quick travel reviews. The, the emphasis there on quick. So we're trying to force you to have to be concise about something oh. that's sometimes hard to do. Quick travel reviews. For ever on the move co-host Adam Saint Germain, I happen to know from your social media you were in the Big Apple recently. The Big Apple, boom! Let me hit you. JetBlue, super easy. Terminal Five. They also have a really good uh, cocktail made with Saint Germain liqueur. You can get it in T5. Highly recommended by the JetBlue staff. Get one. Renwick Hotel, just off Madison Avenue. Oh, it's fancy shit. It's what you need. (laughs) Good fancy shit, because fancy shit comes in different slices. But you're saying oh, you're no, saying this solid. Like, this is like legit. This is where you want to be. Yeah, nice, super fancy. Um, and Harry Potter, the Cursed Child, Broadway show, is impossible to explain. Spend the money, go see it. You can't go wrong. All the seats in the theater are good, so just get ones that you can afford. I'm kind of ignorant of the of the. I, I don't want to. You're you're keeping a good time period, but I gotta ask. I'm kind of ignorant of the Harry Potter thing. I know a little bit about it. I've watched some of the movies. I've never read any no, of the no, books. No, no, this is a this is a Broadway show. This is a Broadway a show. Story. Is it in the continuum of the books, or is it a separate story adjacent to the books? Uh, continuum. So it's part of the universe, but it's not redundant. It's not like telling them one of the movie stories again or something like that. No, it is a completely different story. Okay, just curious. Go it on. It is. It is. Everyone should go see it. Everyone. All people. All people. <laughs> okay, uh, great. Madison Avenue, small Italian restaurant, Bar Italia. Go see Dennis. You're going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, what the fuck just happened? It's pasta heaven. It's a spicy meatball. That Dennis, he's got a spicy meatball. <laughs> Ooh, so good. He was, he was so kind. The whole experience was phenomenal. Um, and then uh, you know what's up, Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn. And then and then back home. That's what's up. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good time in the city. It sounds like you did it right. Oh. 
I forgot about peaches. Oh, what was it? Peaches, shrimp, and crab is a good restaurant in Brooklyn. Go there. They got this fancy. It's actually called extra fancy fried chicken and French toast. Okay. And let me tell you, shit was extra fancy. They put the fancy up in there. They oh, meant they turned it. the fancy. They turned they turn that fancy up. <laughs> nice. Turned it up. It was good. That, yeah, that was super good. Um, yeah, it was a great trip. We buzzed down there. We went down um, it was to uh, for our anniversary, which was earlier in October. So we went down there for a quick little overnight. From all of the fun. listeners and your host, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. thanks. Ali, if yeah, you're listening no. later... Happy anniversary. Good on you, putting it, up with this guy this long. It was it was great. We had a super good time, and we got to visit uh, my brother-in-law, uh, Allie's brother, and uh, obviously. And, Telling you, uh, I've seen some of these pictures you're putting up when you're doing these trips, and, and I, I think what the kids are calling it now, what the millennials are calling I think you're looking thick. Thick. <laughs> with, with three Cs. With, with multiple with three Cs. Cs. So I don't know, man. Yeah. You're, you might need to do a little more running. I know you're doing the oh, lifting. I know oh. you're doing. I know. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying, like, let's get some balance. I, you're literally are a rectangle now. You used to be a different shape. I swear. I no, it's, Scott. I have had to replace a large portion of my wardrobe. No, you must have. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I'm not even trying to be. A, I'm not even trolling you right oh, now. No, not, but I've been I'm watching even, these photos you're posting, and I'm like, he doesn't fit in shit that I've seen him wear when I was with him in person. No, I. I put on some of my older T-shirts recently because you know I got some some favorites. I <laughs> put them on and like, it was laughable. I was like, it's like <laughs> I can't, I can't even wear this if I wanted to wear it. <laughs> eh, good on you. You're, you're doing some, you're doing some work at shows. Good on you. <laughs> uh, so it's super fun, man. I'm having, I'm having a blast. Totally enjoying it. It's great. Um, yeah, it's super good. So, you know, I love it. I love it. Hey, I got fun. one more topic for you. All right, let's hit it, and then I gotta go into this grocery store. I also and do. Get, I'm also on. I'm also on a time crunch, but I I wanted to do a segment here, which is part advertisement for my podcast that's dead basically right now. But I have another podcast, people out there. I've been working on a podcast called Eat It, a food podcast. But but I've been kind of like not sure that I like the. Like, I've been trying even from the beginning, struggling with the premise, knowing I wanted to do a food restaurant podcast, trying to figure it out. Want to do like rotating friends and guests? Just so hard to schedule. Life's complicated. Love my wife. She's always around. She likes to do uh, date nights and the podcast with me. So we're thinking about doing revamping it as date night the podcast and doing like just me and my wife. We do date night. Talk about the restaurant. Review it. Talk about you know kind of thought some fun segments might be like talking about how we think that restaurant would be for a first date. You know. Or how we, you know, things like trying to think, I think about. I think you need to interview people at the restaurant. That's a good idea, too. I like that. that. Are on a first date. You could be like, you just have like three questions be like, <laughs> uh, that you could ask them. That's <laughs> very intimidating to do socially, but it would be pretty funny. Like if you had like just a preset questions, like, you know, depending on. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So, Adam, what's your thoughts on that? You've—I don't know if you've listened to the other podcast at all, but it, what, what do you think? If, food, if you were, let's let's instead of doing it that way, let's ask you this: If you were gonna listen to a food podcast, what do you want out of it? Do you want descriptions of the food, descriptions of the place? Do you want more? Just do you 
is that something that even I appeals wanna, to you at all? Like, what do you want out of a food I want to know about, like, the experience. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, a super foodie, right? So, like, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to know if it's, like, uh, you know, blah, 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 Kobe beef. Look at this marbling. Like, I don't give a fuck. Right. But I want to know, like, I want to know about, like, we got to the steakhouse. It smelled like cat urine and stale <laughs> beer, but it was the best fucking filet mignon I've ever. You know, like I you wanna, want to paint the scene. Yeah, yeah I want yeah. the scene. Okay, cool. You know? So speaking of I which, you're that, due to appear on that podcast when it comes back revamped. Although if it's date night, oh, the good. podcast, not mean I'm going to take you on a date, but we might talk about a date you've had at a restaurant or something like that. All right. Well, sure. I, I could. Uh, I mean, I could tell you about Bar Italia. Yeah, so, I, I heard a little bit about that off the pod. Sounded very good. Yeah, oh, dude, it was fucking great. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm into it. We got a new taco place here in Burlington. I need to go check out. So we could do that. Oh, we should definitely do that. I got another thing coming up for you. I I am gonna try to do this. Uh, Pickle beer. Yo, I'm gonna have to do so much editing for this one. It's a nightmare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pickle beer, sour pickle beer, best made sour pickle beer. I'm gonna buy a six pack of that, and I might have to send a few up to you. Get they are made the in. Crush them. They're made in Fort Worth, Texas. So that's why you're not gonna find it up there. Some uh, madman in the Dallas area is making this shit. So psychopath. He's a psychopath. <laughs> this is probably unbalanced, but. I don't know. You might have seen this. I put this on social media, and it was interesting because the responses to the idea of there being a beer that's a sour pickle beer were kind of like split down the middle. And uh, about half oh, of the people, people were, were like, "I need." It? There were several people that were like, "I want that. Bring me there. I need that." Ew. And then everyone else was like, "Fuck those people!" <laughs> like, you know, so. I'm put. I'm putting the pickle beer people like adjacent to those fucking roasted pepper i made a sandwich out of the roasted pepper people yeah the roasted pepper i'll one thing i'll say is the roasted pepper structurally makes a little more sense than the avocado listen, people well, okay but listen, it's still listen. bullshit i'm not defending it i'm just saying it, it, at least the structural integrity is a few percent better just go back to a goddamn lettuce wrap put it in some lettuce roll that shit up and eat it that's romaine that's why god made romaine it's big <laughs> ass leaves it's big enough to wrap shit in there's a reason why that shit grows out of the ground god it's so damn. that paleo people don't have to make that shit on instagram and upset both of us <laughs> or just go just go like you know native american put that shit in a corn husk like come on oh yeah you could do a corn husk Right, it's good. And it's like corn season. It's October. Or you could be a big boy and eat some bread. Oh, easy now. Easy, yeah. easy, easy. That's just terrible for you. You're going to be diabetic. Is that, is that paleo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This cord on my phone is done. I'm telling you, it's full of lint. You got hey, you got, you got, what's ice in that cup? You just drinking ice now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's all gone. All right, how all was your gone. burrito? Let's rate. You had a Moe's burrito that you were eating throughout the first ten minutes of the well, podcast. Listen, I'm before say, before we sign off, let's rate that Moe's burrito one to ten. Yeah. What did it, what well, what it do? I'm gonna say I like. I want to give it an eight. Okay. Because I was like, it's good. I like Moe's. Good ingredients. It was a good wrap today. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it down. I'm gonna give them five point five. Okay. And what what counts for that? I didn't order a spicy burrito. <laughs> there was some shit in there you did not ask for. We don't Fucking know what it surprise was. Surprise spice. I don't want that. Surprise spice. Yeah. 
That's so that, you know, also a possible experience. T-shirt idea. Surprise spice talk <laughs> show. Surprise <laughs> spice. <laughs> Bring in there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like. Listen. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Yeah. Th- think back to when you may or may not have watched South Park. Uh huh. The cartoon. Yes, I'm familiar. And, and Cartman. There was always Kenny. Kenny's dad. Got it. Yeah, yep. but of course, but of course, there was always like surprise. It's me, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Yes. In my mind, in the mind that exists, that is the universe of my brain, there is another character adjacent to Mr. Hanky, and he's his name is Surprise Spice, and he jumps out of your spice cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Surprise, bitches! I'm cilantro this time. You know, just like he's a different spice you know, like, every time. You know, like you're cooking dinner and then like surprise, surprise spice just like jumps in your in your pot. Yeah, fenugreek, like, oh, no. fenugreek, bitches! And then just exotic spices jumping at you. Love oh, it. Garlic powder again. <laughs> Fuck, dude! I don't think we can top that. I think we got to go out on that. Oh. You got, I have a new idea. I got a new idea. Dude, spit it. <laughs> here's, here's here's a new challenge. I want the listeners to mail in the real mail. Oh no! Surprise spice. <laughs> Surprise spice. That's... And then you 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 got to cook with it. Wait, wait. Who, who's mailing to who? Maybe I'll mail you surprise spice. Okay. Okay. No. Here's what we're gonna do before the the next episode. We're each going to mail each other <laughs> spice <laughs> that the other one has to cook with. And then on the next episode, we'll say what we cooked with it. It's like a quick fire. It's like a fucking quick fire challenge or something. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love it. This is great. Okay. Surprise spice. Surprise segment spice next segment next episode. Can't wait. I'm, in. I'm all in. This is good. All right. We got to do this. This podcast has ended, my friends. Let us go in peace. That's right. Thank you, Adam. Bye. Oh